we have an, what I think is actually a pretty interesting topic for our latest podcast. Thanks for joining in uh, to Real Talk. <laughs> real Talk with Realtors about real estate, real stuff, real things, and whatever else we want to talk about. And today is the biggest changes in real estate. So it's a two-parter. We have what is the biggest change in real estate over the last 10 years and what is the biggest real estate change in real estate in the next 10 years? Yeah, what do we predict? What do we think yeah. is going to? Both are a, um, an opinion. Exactly. It's an opinion piece. It's an opinion. So, Brandy, what do you I think? I should the, talk about, yeah, the last 10 years. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, what do you think the and biggest change in real estate is? you should talk about the next 10 years because you're the smart one. I'm the future. <laughs> you're the future. You're the past. I'm, the, I'm, I'm just so kidding. old. <laughs> I would bet money that you're in this business for longer than 10 more years. I, oh, God. You will. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So the past 10, I mean, I think hands down the past 10 years, the biggest change in the real estate industry, and, and it might have been 12 years ago, but give or take a few years, um, is Zillow. Zillow Why? and or Tell websites like that. But Zillow is clearly the dominant, um, what do you call that, company, billion dollar real estate search I mean search engine yeah because uh, the, the stat is you might have to help me with this but more people are googling Zillow than they're googling real estate yeah yes like Zillow is like the word Zillow is synonymous is that yeah. how you say it with real estate, real estate at this point people Correct. think real estate they think Zillow I know and that's insane and and the problem okay well let's not talk about the problem <laughs> 10 years ago, 12 years ago, all of this information belonged to the realtors. Yeah. You could not get this information right. online. You could not get it anywhere unless you called a realtor and they gave you the information. Yep. Somewhere along the line, uh, whether it was NAR, National Association of Realtors, um, or the associations, actually, I think it's by association now. Mm -hmm. So your association does not have to give their data to Zillow. Correct. Because Tehama didn't do that for a very long time. I don't know if they're yeah. still doing that. But but that, at this point in time, is a huge disservice to your client. Huge. I mean, you've got to be on Zillow because more people are Googling <laughs> Zillow than they're Googling real estate. So if you're a homeowner and your house is not on Zillow and you're trying to sell it, it's, an issue. it's you're not going to get the traffic. Yeah. But, um, we, so we sold the information to companies like Zillow. It became public knowledge, and now people can just get this data where they couldn't before. And that has yep. changed the way we do. We yep. get clients. The information is all there. Most, it's even the way we do day-to-day -day business mm -hmm. has changed. Because I will have clients that call me and say, hey, I saw this house. It's three bedrooms, two baths. It's on this street, and it's got this big yard, and I want to go see it. And I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. They know more about it than I do. Yeah, because they get the auto emails as soon as yes, something comes it's up. showing up on their phone in two yep. seconds. Yep. And, um, I didn't even sign up for that on Zillow, and Zillow is emailing me new right. listings. And I don't even know how that happened. I don't know how they have my email. Right. I have no idea. And then Zillow also sort of, they definitely have control of the realtors if you are part of their, if you pay to be an advertiser there or pay to get leads from Zillow. Um, they're really tightening down on that. In a small town like Chico, to me, that makes a really big difference. So, yeah. I mean, my brother could call into Zillow and then I have to pay Zillow a portion if he buys a yep. house it's so it's really let this be a PSA just yes. call direct to your realtor don't yes. go through Zillow don't go through <laughs> Zillow because you may not know this but 
In a lot of cases, if they're on this specific group that's called Flex, which was a chosen group by Zillow, we had to go through, you know, yeah. an interview and on a panel and all these things, which was great. But, and I'm not complaining about this. I'm just stating the fact we pay them a pretty good size yeah. referral fee for that. Yep. Um, so they get a big chunk of our commission if you call. And so if we know you already, or if you know your realtor, try not to call Zillow. Yeah, just, just call them direct. You're not bugging them. them, I promise. Yeah, You're not that's what people them. say. I don't want to bug my realtor. Yeah, we weren't ready. But now your realtor owes a percent of their commission to Zillow. So just call or text them. Right. Always. Or, and not every realtor, because not every realtor is on right. Flex. Right. But um, it, either way. The realtor you're calling is also being... Uh, rated Mm -hmm. because they have AI Mm -hmm. uh, listening to our conversations. Probably shouldn't be saying all this, but (laughs) what the heck? (laughs) What are they going to do? Put me in jail. Brandy's going out on a limb. (laughs) But because I haven't had alcohol, sugar, or caffeine for eight days. (laughs) (laughs) Until you ate some of that peanut butter. I know. High on peanut butter cup. <laughs> Gave her a little sugar rush. <laughs> I only took anyway, a bite, but it was pretty damn it good. Was so good. Okay. Um, we got sidetracked. So Zillow took advantage. Zillow built a great platform it and really easy access. And it's, it is nice from an agent's perspective that a buyer does get those listings, gets to see them, gets to look at them obsessively and then whittle, whittle it down to what they want to see with us. Like that is helpful, I think. And they don't feel like they're missing out on any homes. But the MLS could have done that. Realtors could have done that. Then. The MLS could directly to yes, email them. They yes. could have. Yeah, that's so, true. So but before I'm thinking Realtors like, missed the boat. We're the ones that screwed up. Yes. And the MLS is, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm thinking back when you had the book. Yeah. And then like if you have the book, your buyer doesn't have the book, obviously, then they can't look at photos over and over and over again like they like to and things like right. that. Um, but Zillow basically they built an easy to use great platform. And now they're taking advantage of the traffic that's been on Zillow. And they said, hmm, how can we make the traffic profitable? Right. And, you know, our coaching group, Tom Ferry, three, four years ago, had was saying this is going to happen. More and more companies are going to be wanting a piece of your pie. Yep. And he, he had warned us that this was the direction that we're going. So, um, you know, that's the biggest change in the last 10 years. And now in the next 10 years, we have to figure out what pivots we need to make to, to honestly be able to keep our own money. It's hard, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be part of real estate and, um, I don't, know that the general public really cares that we because they probably all think that we get paid too much anyway sure. <laughs> but I, I do think if you're in that real is estate. right exactly <laughs> do we have to go through then we got to pay the broker then we got to pay the IRS then we got to pay our dues then we got to pay that anyway whatever that's a whole nother podcast piece of the pie everyone yeah got their fingers it's just like for pie. every industry it's just everything yeah, yeah. and when you run a business you pay for stuff that's how it goes exactly not complaining about that at all no no I think actually realtors are paid well if you yeah. work hard you can make a lot of money in this business yeah. but back to Zillow they've just really changed how realtors work in general mm-hmm. and how how buyers actually see the information I do think there are pros and cons to all of that yeah the, like the Zestimates that's a con that's a con because it's wrong if they were correct Typically. it would be a pro <laughs> if you want a tip or I mean a hack as they're called these days <laughs> go to <laughs> Zillow 
go to realtor.com and go to Redfin and put your address in and see what the three different values are. Yep. They can't possibly all be right. No, they're all different. Usually. Now I have come across some that are very similar. So, but usually there, I've seen them be as far as a hundred thousand dollar difference. Yeah. When I looked mine up not that long ago, I'm in like a cookie cutter neighborhood and there was a, I think a 50 or $60,000 difference between two Mm -hmm. of the sites. So yeah, that's, that's and I know what my house is worth, obviously. So I feel like it it wasn't even accurate. One of them said really low because the house here, here you go. The house across the street from me, same, same size, like similar square footage, four bedroom, two bath, completely different look, different floor plan, had some funky stuff and backed up to apartments. And so they're judging my Zestimate based off of the sale of that house, Mm -hmm. even though my house across the street is worth way more because I don't back up to apartments. Right. And And that like, you did a lot of upgrades and a lot of upgrades, like their house from like 2005, mine's from 2022. And did yours have like RV access? We have RV, we have solar, like so many differences. So many things. And they're just going off of price per square foot. So don't look at your Zestimate. Or, but look at it just to see like with on those three platforms and yeah. just see the difference. That's yeah. all. That'd be cool. And, you know, obviously I think a lot of uh, people who own homes know if they need an accurate estimate or you know, yeah. of their value to go to a realtor. I think a lot of people do get that. But I still every once in a while get people saying, well, Zillow says, says it's this yeah. much. So, yeah. so let's talk okay. about the next 10 years. Next. T- okay. Let me look I, I, this is so confusing. Ball. I don't even actually know. What to say about We probably won't be able to talk about (laughs) this as much as we can talk about the last 10 years, but the future of real estate in the next 10 years, and I think that it's honestly every single industry is AI. And the amount that AI- What does that stand for? Artificial intelligence. Okay, just asking. (laughs) (laughs) The, The amount that AI has already changed the game for us in our business, like what Courtney and Emily are able to do with chat GPT and all the plugins that come with chat GPT and the stuff that's coming out within Adobe premiere, like all this different and Canva, all the AI it's making life easier, but you have to know how to use it. You have to know how to prompt it. So now, yes, like I know how to use chat GPT, but what are the prompts to get the content that you need out of it or the answers you need out of it? And then I don't like, my brain cannot comprehend where AI is going to go. Like, I think it's limitless possibilities. Mm. People, I think realtors talk about, oh, is it going to show houses for us soon? And that's one thing that's like, I think that's the most basic shallow thing that AI is going to be able to do. It's, it's going to be able to do so many different things. And ideally it's going to make our lives easier and we're going to be able to help more people and serve them better. But like Zillow coming out when it initially came out. Wow, this is great. The the buyer can go on and look for themselves. We didn't foresee everything that was going to happen over the next 10 to 12 years of how negatively it was going to affect our business. So I think AI is going to have pros and cons with everything. It Mm -hmm. could put some people out of business. Um, Us as I would say, like, like in the Tom Ferry network, we talk about AI a lot. So we're more about like embracing it and utilizing it and getting ahead of it rather than letting it scare us or trump us, you know? Yeah. I let it scare me, though. You it do let it scare me a little bit. bit. I know. I mean, because I, I guess I just go back to being old school where I want to build a relationship with this person. I don't want AI to... I am artificially intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it's, be your AI. It's that cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, if you think about the word, it's not real intelligence. It's artificial intelligence. Why do they call it that? I don't know. That's <laughs> a good question. So, um, because it's not its own intelligence. It's intelligent because of all the data that's already yeah. inputted, and then it can scramble things and yeah. shoot it out. I think they should have come up with a better name, but that's besides. <laughs> yeah, that's that's long gone. Not real intelligence is what we're talking about here. Um, Computer. I was going to say, oh, the relationship side of it. I mean, always going to be that aspect of real estate. Yeah. I think it's going to take away from that though. And so I don't know, it'll be, uh, yeah, like you said, the crystal ball. It's hard to know, but I, that's the thing is I don't think, like I said, I don't think I can imagine what it's going to be doing in our business. We're just going to embrace it and we're going to roll with it and we're going to pivot with it. They're going to make me embrace it. But I'm going to go kicking and screaming. I know. You just do what you do best. Sell real estate. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Run the team. And then we'll, you know, work in the background. I am not going to completely go kicking and screaming. You guys, what I love about this team is how everybody will compliment me on things like our videos and our this and our that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know we did that. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> That's because of you guys doing all those yeah. things. And so just make sure that you keep me educated. Keep me artificially intelligent. We will for sure. <laughs> well, and as young people like the Gen Zers are going to be buying homes in the next 10 years, they're going to want whatever AI has to offer because that sure. what they know. Yeah. So it's just like, the people who faxed instead of DocuSign. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you ever try to fax me something, mm-hmm. I will kick and scream. Mm-hmm. I know. We don't use fax at all anymore. Mm-hmm. I remember the day I asked my mom what a fax machine was. Or people who want me to come into person to sign. Uh, DocuSign that to me. Right. But, you <laughs> know, we have clients that aren't, that's not their jam. Or they, you know, it, they. It, no point being because I'm younger. Right. Yeah. It's. Right. It's the different generational mm-hmm. thing. So as Gen Zers AI are buying, we're going to have to. It's like that story with um, Chris Smith that he told on stage once how his little three-year-old wanted to change. He goes, she said, Daddy, can I change the channel? And he goes, yeah. And he was thinking in his head. And he was on his phone. But he goes, oh, I think in his head. That's cool that she knows how to use the remote. And she walks right up to the TV, puts her hand on it, and tries to oh, swipe yes. the TV to change the channel. <laughs> this big screen TV. And she knocked the whole TV down trying to swipe it because that's how she was three years old. She, that's what she saw, yeah. right? So She's probably what, using mom's phone. To like. your point, yeah, or they gave her a little thing or whatever. Yep. To your point, though, it's like that's what they know. That's all they've ever seen. So as people are born even into AI or just younger generations like teenagers now are going to, that's just all going to be normal. Like I'm not going to have to do anything. I'm just going to walk around my house and it's probably going to clean itself. It's going to be great. I'll just say Alexa or whoever, take out the garbage. All I want (laughs) is a kitchen that cooks for me. That's all I want. I don't think that's too much I think it's possible. They do. They have these like arms. I've seen it. Do you have to buy the groceries or can they do that too? I know. Well, you can have them delivered. (laughs) <laughs> that'll be amazing i'm putting this out there to the universe that we're gonna have kitchens that cook we're going us. to be the jetsons do you guys know what that is the Just, jetsons no never heard of them well i we're not that young well that means they were around for a long time because they yeah. were around when i was a kid like yeah a kid they kid. were on when i was a kid so they were around a long time hannah barbera mm-hmm. is that what i think it's hannah barbera yeah you don't know who that is, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My <laughs> point me. exactly. Stumped me. Um, you know that Katie Couric interview where she's talking about the internet? No. 
like the internet just oh yes yes where they were like asking they're like her what's the internet what's the worldwide web and it's her and bryant gumbel uh, Bryant yeah. Gumbel that they were the it's interesting yeah you oh, should yeah, so yeah. I picture this conversation yes happening in 20 years where people are just laughing yeah. oh my gosh what you guys are saying. it'd be cool if you could play that little segment in this podcast Allison can you explain what internet is it's a computer billboard but it's nationwide right. and it's, it's several uh, universities and everything all joined together and right and others can access it and right it's, and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time but, like, yeah. Kelsey and Brandy in 20 years <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll wrap it up with that. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned for AI. <laughs> Stay tuned for space intelligence. <laughs> All right. See you on the next one.